Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and to get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. Hello and welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Leno, and I am here all by myself today. It's just you and me, and we are going to talk about clients, specifically signing higher level clients. And so if if you have had trouble with feeling like you're talking to broke people all the time, that you put your offers out there, nobody bites, the people that do are kind of either not aligned and not good fits for what you do, or they come back with objections and you're hearing the objection, I can't afford it, I can't afford it, I can't afford it over and over and over again. Um, this episode is made for you. <laughs> so first of all, if you're getting a lot of objections, that should be, we're, we're often very focused on handling objections. How do I handle objections? How do I handle a sales objection? And the truth is, is that you, you kind of should be doing that through your content, through your story. And if you're putting a good message out there, it should be solving and, and handling the objections for you. It should be eliminating them for you before they even get to you. And there are ways that you can do that with your content. There are ways that you can do that with your story. And the way that you put your message out there, it can be formulated in a way where the language speaks in a certain way, where you are... Uh, it, it's positioned in a certain way where you are eliminating those objections. And part of that is knowing what those objections are. So you can put that into your messaging and build that in and bake that into the cake. So by the time they come to you, they've already had that objection come up, up in their head and you've already handled it. And you've handled it by the way that you're being and the way that you're putting your message out there. So that's number one. But but if you're feeling that, that this is this is really this episode is is for you. So I want to tell you a little story about a client that I have. Um, my client, I'm not going to out her with her name here, but <laughs> my client, um, she has. We were putting together a high ticket offer for her, and we were building out this high ticket offer. She was very excited about it. She really believes in the service that she provides. It's been life-changing for her and some of the people that she's worked with. And she's offered it in other ways, but she was looking to build a package around it and kind of make this a cornerstone of what she does and to elevate her brand. And we kept coming up with it and we got to price and got to what she wanted to charge. And first she wouldn't tell me the number. And then when she did tell me it was sort of sheepish and like she was embarrassed or I don't know if that's the right word or if she just, she didn't believe in it. You know, she felt like it was too much. And truthfully, I don't, I still don't think it's enough. I think she should go higher, <laughs> but, but she, this is the number that she wanted. And then she made a bunch of excuses as to why nobody would pay that. I've talked to people, nobody would pay this. They don't see the value. They, they said they'd only pay this. And it was a much, much lower number that I would never suggest anybody charge for anything, certainly not a private coaching offer. And what this caused was she wasn't really talking about the service in her marketing. She wasn't really speaking to this amazing value that her service offered. She was actually kind of downplaying it. Not, not, she wasn't being in her power with this message around this offer that she did believe in. I want to really stress this. This is an offer that she was like, this is life-changing. This is amazing. 
I'm using it on myself every day. This technique is incredible. She, she went on and on and on about it, but she, but when it came to putting it out publicly, it was very held back, totally not in her power. And so she was in this gridlock where she couldn't sell it. She couldn't talk about it. She really believed in it. She had this number. She did not feel comfortable quoting it. And her and I, in our, in our session, we were going through all of this and it dawned on me. I just looked at her and I said, you don't believe this person exists, do you? The person who would not only willingly, but gladly pay you for this service, do you? And she said, no, I don't. And I said, why? And she said, well, I've never met one. And there you go. I've never met one. And that is our job. Our job was particularly when, no matter what you're selling, you have to believe that the person out there that this delivers value for will pay for the transformation that you are offering. No matter how you package it, no matter what you do, that the transformation that you're offering is worth the dollar amount that you are charging. What do they get for paying this amount of money? And is that transformation worth that amount for them? Are you helping them with their health? Are you helping them find love? Are you helping them get over roadblocks in their way of being that have helped them from, that have kept them from making money and, and doing all the things that they want to do in life? Are you holding the key to something that they truly, truly want and truly, truly need? And if the answer is yes, then, then that's what gives you the courage to go out and sell the shit out of it <laughs> unapologetically but you have to believe in the person first. You have to believe that they exist. Whether you have physically met them or not is not really the issue, although that helps. It helps to be, to have it validated to some degree. But really all you need is to take a step back. And because what I asked her was, well, who have you talked to? Who have you reached out to to find out, to, to do your market research? to find out about what people would pay for something like this and what their problems are and what their desires are. And how, how did you build your avatar? And it was built off of another program. It was built off of the thing that she started with. She started her business with, which was at a much lower price point, which was a completely different offer, which was a completely different level of transformation in a completely different aspect of a person's life. So just because you know an avatar does not mean that it's the avatar for every single thing that you offer. And we need to revisit it. And you need to be asking yourself some really important questions around who will pay for this offer. Now, there is a buyer for everything at every price point. Your job is to hone in and connect with the person who will buy what you sell at your price point. So sometimes we have the person first and sometimes we have the offer first. If you have an offer though, you you just you have to figure out who it is right for. And not that does not necessarily mean the person you've been talking to this entire time. And even if it is, your job is to elevate the way that they receive it. Your job is to change the way you show up, which now changes people's experience of you and the way that they see the value you hold.
So it's twofold. Now, fast forward as well for, for this client, we worked through this. I said, you really, you need to, you need to connect with the person who will pay this. First of all, you're not even charging that much money. There are lots of people who will pay for this. Um, I think you are focusing on broke people. And when we focus on broke people, that does a few things to us. One, we don't make a lot of sales because broke people are have a broke story in their head about why they can't have things, why they can't do things, and they are stuck in that story, and that is well where they will stay until they are ready to come out of it. Um, but it also, it destroys our confidence because those people, you have to build confidence and belief in what you are selling um, from the get-go. Your, your belief in your offer has to be absolute so that when you're met with somebody in the market who can't afford it, who doesn't see the value, it does not rattle you and you don't start taking it personally and start feeling like, oh my God, maybe I need to pivot and change. You pivot when you feel like a pivot is necessary. You pivot when you analyze data and you say, oh, I think a shift like this could really make a difference. And you do that from an objective place. But when you don't believe in your offer and you're waiting for other people to validate it, and then you go to the wrong people and they don't validate it, instead they validate your fear, that is a problem, but it's a problem from you. It is not a problem with who they are. They have their own problems. You need to shore up yourself here. You need to shore up yourself here. So with her, she went back. We talked about it. I said that the person that, that you want exists. You just have to find them and you have to build a profile around them. And you, you have to make it your job to believe that they are waiting to hear from you waiting to hear from you. And it's your job to go out there and be the lighthouse and light the way to be that beacon of light and to connect with them and have them come to you and you come to them. Now, I think maybe a week later, she signed two people into this offer at the price that she was asking for. Very exciting, very validating but what really was so key was she's like, oh my God, I totally see where I was getting it wrong, how I need to speak to this level of person. And I, I've got news for you. When you start speaking to a higher level of person, they are connected to a certain level of person who thinks the way that they do. I don't even want to talk about it from the, the standpoint of how much money they have. But outside of that, it's the way that they think. They hang out with people who are like them. People who are like them probably care about the things that they care about. And if they care about those things and they got value from what you provided, they will tell their friends, especially if you either incentivize them or just remind them to. You can give referral bonuses to great clients and tell them you'll give them 10% if they refer anybody to your programs, which I think is a fabulous thing to do. I do it myself. Or you can just mention to them, you know, if you know of anybody who would benefit from this, I, you know, I, I know you got great results. I would love to serve more people. So I would be so grateful. So you don't have to offer anything, but you, but you do have to ask because a lot of times people will not do that proactively because they're just not thinking about it. People are busy. They have things going on and they might not think of it. So you want to make sure that you're doing that. You want to make sure that you're putting yourself out there like that. 
But I really want to stress how much you have to believe in your ideal person. And that ideal is not just the person you think you can get. Now, I've talked about this as well, that it's like dating. If you, you don't want to be going after the person that you think you can get, you don't want to be settling for your ideal client because that's not ideal. That's just a client. Don't go slumming. Really stick it out and look for the person that you want to get, the person you want to serve, the person you feel you are meant to serve. Where are they and how can you get your message out there in a powerful way? Now, another note about getting your message out there in a powerful way. Your message has to be unapologetic. It should be targeted to the person that you are looking to connect with. So what's the language that they use? What are ways that you can speak to? And I don't want to speak about people from, I don't want to be misunderstood that I'm talking about people who are low and we want people who are high. We want people who see the value in what we offer. But that might be that people are on, I look at it, different stages of the journey. So I have lower ticket offers that are for people who are at a, you know, a a more beginning stage of their journey. And then I have mid ticket offers that are for people who are in a different stage and who have different goals and how fast they want to get there. And then I have higher ticket offers like my one-on-one and some other things that I do that that are for people who are really looking to accelerate results, accelerate their growth, and they are in a much different stage of their journey. It does not make them better or worse. I want to make that very clear. But looking at that, so I make sure that when I'm talking about a certain offer, I'm talking about it in certain places. So when I talk about my one-on-one or when I talk about, and I'll talk about it in my general marketing, I'll put it on my social media, but the language that I'm using when I'm speaking about it is different than the language that I'm using when I'm speaking about something else. I'm really targeting it toward a high level person. And what happens though, is when you're speaking high, you will still get people who are underneath. You'll be able to pull out the people who have higher aspirations Rather than speaking to only the problems and the struggle that people have maybe at a stage of their journey that's too close to the beginning for them to even see the value in what you have to offer. So in the example of my client, what she offers is these amazing um, energy maps of your body. They're like this, it's this crazy thing. It's so cool. But for somebody at the beginning of their journey, they're like, I don't even know where to start. I, I, yeah, that, that they're not, it's not even on their radar to think about getting something like that to align their health and to align their mindset and to align their energy. They're, they're not there. They are probably thinking about what do I need to do first? I need to get these things in line. I need to get a strategy. I need to, I need to understand how to do a few things before I think about investing a lot of money in something like that. It's not a right or wrong choice. It's just probably where they're at that that's not on their radar yet. There's nothing wrong with that. We just want to make sure that we're not looking to that person to validate whether our offer belongs or not, whether it has legs or not because that's not an accurate representation of the market that 
will buy this. So if you go into the store and the, the, there's a market for Nordstrom's speaks to a different person than JCPenney's does. Kohl's speaks to a different person than Bloomingdale's. It's a very different buyer. Does it mean that someone who shops at Bloomingdale's doesn't also shop at Kohl's? No, of course not. That that There's crossover there. They're just not speaking to each other's audiences in the same way. They're not calling out to that person. They have their message and they are aligning it with the person that they think is most likely to shop and repeatedly shop in their store. So who do you want to call out to? Who do you want to attract? Because this is what attraction marketing is. Attraction marketing is about being out there and unapologetically putting yourself and your message and your and your offers out there in a way that it signals to exactly the person that you want. Hey, I'm your girl or your guy. This is the thing that you want. And let me tell you why, because I understand you so much. I understand you so well because people don't buy your offer. They don't buy the features that you have in your offer. What they are buying and what they are connecting to first is that you understand their problem on a deeper level than they do. And if you can convince them of that, if you can show them that there is no convincing that you need to do because they are already looking for the solution. They're already, if you can tap in to the problem that they have, to the, to the stage of their journey that they are in, if you can focus on that piece and show them how you've either been through it, a client of yours has been through it, how you see that part of the journey and how you can get them out of it and, and your, your guarantee on the results. If you're able to do that, where they can self-identify and they can say, it's like she was speaking directly to me. You have them. You will at least get them to take the next step with you. And that's the next thing that you need. You need to be telling them what the next step is and how they can take it with you. They aren't going to do that on their own. You can't count on them doing it on their own. So you need to have that path to purchase for them. And if you are not implementing these strategies, if you are not able to put together your message, speak it authentically and unapologetically, put out your offers, give your person the next steps in buying with you, into buying with you, in the next step to, to, in the path to purchase for them. If you're not able to implement those, then that is where you need to take a look at the way that you're thinking at, because this is the Limitless Entrepreneur podcast, I always have to come back to the way that we're operating and whether we are serving, our thoughts are serving us or they are not. If you don't believe in your person, if you aren't be able to implement these, you have to be checking in with what your beliefs are. 
Am I believing in my person? Am I believing in myself? Am I holding back from putting this out there because I am afraid people will say no? I'm afraid I will look stupid. I'm afraid that I can't deliver. I, I have a fear that if I make a lot of money, then I'm actually going to end up paying more in taxes or I, I'm going to lose it all because I have spent money. I've made money and I've spent it all and I shouldn't be trusted with money. This is where our beliefs get in the way. So you need to check in with that because there's a simple formula here for you to be able to attract a higher level client, to attract an aligned client. One is believing that they exist. Belief that they exist. Really filling out and understanding to a very, very deep level that this person is out there. What makes them tick? What is their problem? How do you solve it? How do you communicate with them? How do they communicate? How do they want you to communicate with them? How can you signal to them that you are their person? Are you giving them the next step? Are you, are you giving them the next step in the path to purchase? Do you have a path to purchase for your person? And then are you dealing with and moving through resistance, your resistance to putting it out? Day to day, are you doing something that feels hard and making it to a point where you feel where it feels easy? Those are the steps to actually changing the way that your brand is seen in the world and the way people react to it and what people will pay to be a part of it. So that is the end of this episode. I'm going to leave this here, but I am going to let you know that you can get a free little guide that we have for this episode. Just the points that you should remember and some ways that you can start diving into who your true aligned client is. Um, we have a little workbook for you and that will be linked up to for you in the show notes. But I thank you so much. If you made it all the way to the en- end of this episode, I appreciate you. I appreciate you sharing this show with your, with your network on your social channels. I appreciate you. If you leave reviews for us, that is a wonderful way for us to get the word out about the show and, and get more eyeballs on it and more ears on it, I should say. And thank you so, so much for just being a devoted listener to the Limitless Entrepreneur podcast. So I thank you. And remember, you are only limited by the limitations that you accept. And when you stop accepting those limitations, that is when you become limitless. I'll see you on the next one. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more of this type of content and conversation in your life, please come check out our free Facebook community, Unlock Your Inner CEO, where you'll find next level entrepreneurs just like you. Go to innerceogroup.com to join. I'll see you there.